We're going from A to Wyoming, talking about the homies making stuff in the USA. We're shooting the shit together, too legit forever. This is the stars of the states. Silent rock out. What are we hyping about? I don't, I don't know. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Hello. You're right. It's <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Woo. Hey. We're back on a schedule. I fucking love it. I'm so excited to be back on a schedule. I want to just take this moment up top to say my apologies for my levels were so low last episode. I'm probably the only one that cares, but you sounded great. And then my mic, I have this fancy fucking mic and I sounded like I was 800 miles away. So hopefully I fixed it. <laughs> you sound good to me. You sounded fine before, but. I hear you. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. That's all right. It's all good. On behalf of all 17 listeners, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We, we know the exact number, which is, <laughs> I would say demoralizing, but I'm having too much fun to give a fuck. So yeah, I really like this fast turnaround rate and I want to keep it going. It's, it's, it was what was working for us before and we got into a groove and, and I want to get we need to get our groove back. This is like 13 going on 30 or something. <laughs> or Stella, when Stella got her groove back. I oh, I've heard of did. her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a thing. That's yeah, just... I'm glad too. It's good. We really, I mean, yeah, it was the holidays. We were both depressed. Oh, yeah. We let we let each other fall back. We needed it. I think yeah. at different times we both were not available. And then, you know, but... um I don't know if we call it my the, my alcoholism or my disease or just my negative thinking today said to me, why do you even do the podcast? It doesn't matter. Oh. No one's listening and nothing's going to come of it. And I was like, I, I said out loud, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I get to spend time with one of my favorite people, especially because we haven't been able to hang out I know. too. I mean, we had talked about, I, it's not lost on me still, that we talked about the podcast but it worked out to get to do it because we didn't have comedy. We couldn't hang out and we were, we were home doing <laughs> we were nothing, like, well, doing home literally home. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I like, I'm grateful for the opportunities to focus on the good despite all the bad. Yeah, me too. And we've actually met like three different musicians and we've interviewed people, which I, I mean, I think there's something there. I think people really like talking about their their projects and we really like asking about them and hearing about them. So and like I love a good story. So I think the direction maybe right now the concept is kind of, you know, we wouldn't hang on to it forever. But once we do our 50 states, like I could definitely see us just breaking into like an interview type of podcast where we just talk to people about music and we'll have all this context leading into it we've talked about every fucking state so you know we'll have we'll have the knowledge yeah 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 you're right we could probably find someone to talk to that wants to talk about their music from each state if we went through again i mean we still have to take time besides recording to brainstorm some more about Massachusetts because that's going to be... Oh, man. It's coming up, isn't it? Yeah. Next? Yeah. Louisiana, Maine. Maryland. Maryland. Then Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, and I don't think it all has to happen in before it or even during it. It can be like, I think it's okay if we do the Massachusetts episode, keep going, but put our ear to the ground and start reaching out to people who might want to do bonus episodes, you know, yeah. like for Massachusetts, like we'll just have it like sporadically Massachusetts artists on the show. Yeah, we could, because if, especially if things are slowly opening up again or um, a lot of artists like my friend Grayson Ty, who spends time still recording. So he's been making music and releasing stuff and then doing YouTube videos. And he goes live on Wednesdays on Facebook and Instagram, I think. So huh. yeah, but that that's a good idea because we could just throw out bonus interview episodes and stuff. Like awesome. every every uh, couple weeks is Massachusetts again or something. <laughs> we just yeah. interview someone yeah. from, you know, we know enough people. I think that was one of the coolest things about doing Connecticut was like we technically did two Connecticut episodes because we got to do the interview, too. Um, and I, I can definitely see other people being like, yeah, I would love to just we have nothing to fucking do right now. <laughs> like we, That was Jace. Yeah. Jace didn't if he took any more time to check us out, he may have been like. Who are these people? But the same, but no, because of who he is and how he understands and supports people. I just said who he is. And I know my dad's home because I just heard him go, who, who? <laughs> you can't hear him, but he's downstairs. I actually kind of can. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? Hi. What's up, Uncle Dennis? And says hi. I waved like he could see me. Hi. <laughs> hi. He says hi. Hello, he says. <laughs> oh, I know. My voice so low. <laughs> I wish you could hear him. I actually right. can. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay. I'm picking it up. Awesome. <laughs> he has the most um, cameos now, like next to Bruin. <laughs> it's just my dad and... And Emerson. Bruin. Oh, how's Emerson? Emerson's good. Okay. Yes, overall, he's been much better. He's not causing a ruckus in my room every night. That stopped. I have a weighted blanket that I put in the laundry basket and I keep in front of my door because it doesn't really have a handle. So when he wants to act up, I'm like, you're done. You, you fucked around. Now you found out. You can't sleep in here. <laughs> oh <laughs> we need to just use that. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked around. So, yeah. Now you find out. And, yep. This is science. So he... uh I'll keep him out of my room, but there are nights he'll sleep with me or he sleeps in the living room near Bruin or with my dad. He's very big for like oh, nine yeah. or 10 months. Yeah, he's big. Uh, I, I can tell he's just going to be a big cat. I don't think it's all just fat. He's really growing though. Yeah. That's so cute. He's so precious. Oh, man. Here are all of his toys right here on my, on my bed. Oh, wait, ours are, are all at the foot of the stairs. They're just yeah. a big pile. That's we throw them down the stairs to him. He plays with them and then puts them in a pile. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. Oreo's good too. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, good. These are his favorite to like chew on and and bake the bread, knead the dough. And then I was moving things around, and then he just found these. Oh wow! So I'm not even sure where they've been, but now <laughs> they're back in my bed. So and there's the soft ones. So. I'm just like, you got your baby, and he just bakes the bread. Oh, he's so cute. Oh. 
so good. <laughs> Making biscuits. My kitty cat. I got a, there's a TikTok uh, sound that you can, I got to send you. You can take a video of Emerson and put it over it. And it's like this guy made a song. It's like, my little kitty cat, he's making biscuits. He's my kitty cat, making biscuits. (laughs) I keep meaning to um, chop a video together or really improve my TikTok skills overall. Because that rap I made about Emerson. Yeah. I could just put in kitty cat. Yo, I'm a kitty cat and I like to wreak havoc. When I climb the bureaus, I make my mom panic. I love my toys. I love kitten chow. I also love cuddles and saying, and then it'll, I'll pause it or I'll stop rapping and I'll get him to meow. And then everyone will take the audio and then have their cat make a sound at the end. Ooh. ooh. Okay. Okay. Am I going to do it? No, but (laughs) it's in my head and it's a great idea. Definitely could. That's very doable. You can do voiceovers too, so you could take all the footage and then do a voiceover of the rap. So but cool. to circle back, because Dad was going, "Who?" <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, I'm not surprised that Jace did our interview. It just worked out because of the pandemic. Yeah, like I don't think he would have been available to respond to us if it weren't for that. But he's a, um, I don't know the word. I was gonna say underdog, but that's not a good word. Uh, he gets it. Outlier, yeah. Yeah, he just yeah. gets it. Well, I keep meaning to yeah. say it up top, so I'm trying to make it a habit. You guys should follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and I don't really Facebook. We actually we have a pretty great Facebook group. Yeah, and we got some people on there. Yeah, like and subscribe, rate and review. Please talk to us on please Twitter. We're so lonely. <laughs> <And> Instagram, <laughs> please, please, we need please. you. Uh, Are you out there? I do so many hashtags. So many. Where's anyone? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Is this hashtagging? You know that commercial? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to open a PDF. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? Come on. <laughs> if you printed out directions to get here, you're in the right place. <laughs> the waitress doesn't need to know your name. Don't get me. I, I know them all. I don't I, have I silent. <laughs> you don't know him. You don't know him. It's so funny. So, if you have too many to sit, it. yeah, <laughs> blue. That one's my favorite. Oh my god! No, I gotta tell you, some commercials really do freaking work. I don't even I actually don't even remember what the product is, nor do I care. It's just like really great comedy writing, and I appreciate that if they're gonna yeah. pay all this money to fucking advertise, at least make me laugh. Like I appreciate. I know. It. <laughs> it's that now they have themes to commercials, so it's this running joke or this like almost mini series. It's so yeah. smart. You've had more than one commercial now with this one guy helping because they started it with you may become your parents, yeah, whatever it is. So then they would have the specific commercials of like the guy becoming his dad, the thermostat, <laughs> you know, whatever, the lawn. And then ones with her doing it and like the way she wears her clothes or whatever. So then they somebody was like, hey, what if we had a guy helping these people? And I just, oh, my God. You know, somebody came up with it. It's just so smart. It, it is so funny. It's so smart. Just like the Flo and Jamie progressive commercials. Yeah, those have progressively gotten better, I'll tell you. <laughs> They're still funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I oh, definitely just ate a Snickers, and I should have just eaten, you know, dinner. But I was like, well, I'm hungry, and I need to eat something fast. 
and it, I, it worked. Like, the commercial worked. Like, I was like, what, I have this half a Snickers here. That's a perfect snack. That's not a snack. That's candy. That's <laughs> I just ate a candy for dinner, but but I'm not hungry anymore, so. <laughs> Young, practical you is happy inside. <laughs> you definitely humored, you know, the kid in you. Like, it's, you know, you ate dinner. It's yeah. fine. It was candy. It's fine. <laughs> You'll be hungry after. You'll eat again. Hell yeah. I got this buffalo cauliflower. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, man. I'll tell you. I stopped eating meat. I stopped eating meat, like, in December because I watched this documentary and then did a bunch of research, and it's like, I don't know. I I got into it, and it's been working. My energy levels were just so low all the time, and I didn't know. It's probably depression two I mean why not both you know but (laughs) but I've been eating way more vegetables and fruits because like I don't I can't just like heat up some chicken nuggets you know I have to like think about what I'm gonna eat and be more intentional so it's helped me eat better um and then that's helped me exercise better which is cool it's cool it's cool because I'm not putting pressure on myself I'm just like you know do what you can like it's fine you know and it's the first time I've really done that so part of me goes things take time so keep it in the day, which is the only way to change habits. And I've managed to drink more water and I drink water every day. And that was something for months or years. I was like, I gotta drink more water. And yeah. then I wouldn't. And now I do, especially at work. I only have so much coffee and then I take my jug or I rinse it out and I fill it with water multiple times a day. Even if I forget from when I get home till before bed, I've had a you know at least 32 ounces of water. So... Yeah, 20 to 32. Nice. So I have a very paranoid wife, I guess you could say. She drinks three of these a day, no matter what. Yeah. And eventually gave me one and was like, you need to start, like, you need to step your game up, basically. And it kind of, it works, like, having the reusable water bottle. You know, I didn't didn't think it was going to make a difference, but then you just fill it up and then you just drink it. I don't know. But then my yeah. blood pressure was too low. Like I went to the doctor and the bl- and the doctor was like, "Are you a flow rider song because your blood pressure is extremely low?" And <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that the doctor told you no more monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, there's so many good punchlines for that. Uh, <laughs> That's how you know it's a good setup when <laughs> the joke could yeah. end anyway. Yes. But you're all right now. Well, you're sipping water, so good. Yeah, no, it's because I drink too much water. She said I got to eat more salt. Oh, isn't that something? Yeah. It's hard to, like, not overdo it or not eat salty chips or any of that. And then doctors are like, well, you need more sodium. And she's like, yeah, but. <laughs> well, they were like, they were, I was, it's so low. I was like 70 over 62 or something stupid like oh. that. So, or it would be over 60, but. She was yeah. like, uh, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. I'm sitting. I don't <laughs> am I am I okay? Like is, should I be worried? But I thought it was off to a good start. I'm sitting down. I feel fine. Like they took my weight. My weight was I was like, okay, you know, it's up back up a little bit, which is nice because sometimes it, yeah. And Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then the blood pressure thing, they were like, mm, you need to start eating salt. I'm like, okay. Wow. What's next? I gotta start smoking cigarettes? <laughs> yeah right yeah. I know I gotta cut my sugar intake 
because it's just too many different forms. Or like, since I'm up early, I consume throughout the day. So I have to tone it down, especially like not ice cream at night and stuff. I gotta, cause I'll eat a cookie at a time, but it ends up being like in total six or 18 cookies like in a day. And I'm like, right. I can't, I can't, you know, I'll eat well, I'll make vegetables and drink water and then I'll just undo it. So actually, yeah, I need to, I haven't made any appointments. Like I had an unexpected surgery back in 2019. Mm. So I took that as like, oh, they checked a bunch of my stuff. And then I saw the lady doctor. So I'm fine. It's all good. And then last year was COVID. So I'm like, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm not, I'm go- I went to work and like, that was mostly it. I'm like, I really, I can't bring it home yeah. or I don't want to take up their time, but um, I can't be doing that. I got to see a physician and just yeah. get an old, yeah. Let me, uh, I'll give you, my doctor is the shit. You had to come to Northampton, but she's so worth okay. it. Okay. Like, I don't even care. I'll tell the people. Her name's Dr. Miranda Balkin. Yo, she's balling. Balkin. She's so great. I've never had a doctor really sit there and take everything I say seriously, answer me thoroughly, like ask me if I have any other questions like every time. She'll she'll really sit there like she doesn't give a fuck about time. Like it doesn't to her. She's like, "Yeah, whatever. Just say what you got to say and we'll address it." And I love that feeling. You know, the first time I went in, I had like a long ass list of shit. And then I got through it all. She didn't rush me or anything. Like I I felt like comfortable. And then the next time it was like, I was like, I have nothing. We did it all last time. (laughs) Like It was cool. She gave me a whole neural exam because I have motion sickness no matter what. I get motion sickness in an elevator. Like I go up a floor, one floor, and I can't like walk straight. (laughs) It's really fucked up. Um, it's something with my inner ear, you know, as a kid, like had a lot of ear stuff, like ear surgeries and I had to get tubes a couple times because they kept falling out. So it's something with the, with that, but she gave me this whole, I told her, uh, you know, I get motion sickness and the next thing I know we're doing this whole neural exam, like on the spot. Like I didn't have to come back or anything. It was pretty cool. So that sounds great. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. That's what I need too. I, I just kept putting it off. Well, for years I didn't care and I was lazy and destructive because I'm like, alcoholism, everything's <laughs> awful. And then now my grown up voice is like, you got to do the things. Yeah. You got to do them. It's time. We're, we go to work every day. Got to go to the doctor. Well, you've been sober for like that amount of time where now you can go to the doctor and say, I'm sober. And for the most part, the shit that's wrong with you is not going to be like your own doing, you know? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're Any not going to be like, how, how often are you drinking? And you're like, oh, that that's probably why. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That, that was also why I think I didn't go. Well, besides that I didn't care. I was like, oh, I don't sleep well. I don't feel good. I'm in pain. I'm always nauseous, yeah. irritable. My head hurt, like all of it. I was just like, yeah, because you're drunk <laughs> or you're post drunk and then you want to get drunk. So that's how it goes. And you're, when you're not drunk, you're actually withdrawing. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I just heard again, Dr. Drew break it down in a podcast, like especially for someone who can't handle that much, but has too much. Uh, a lot of the hangover symptoms, the nausea and everything is your body craving more, Mm. going through withdrawals 
And then just like the other things like dehydration and then not getting enough sleep or whatever else, like all of them are just this, it's alcohol, such poison, our bodies and our brains, like it doesn't work. We can't, yeah, like, what are we doing? This doesn't feel right. But like, I, I know I'll have more and that'll fix it. And then it's like, now I'm dependent on this. Yep. So that's it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Watch me flush my life down the toilet. Mm. Anywho. Hasta luego. Hey. Um, so I have a follow-up check-in about the Grammys. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then... Uh, I do want to yeah. let you know I'm, bu- I'm drinking a fake beer, just so you know. It's uh, This is pretty dope, actually. I got to shout, shout this one out. It's from the Brewers of Guinness. I don't know if you saw the Super Bowl commercial. They have the zero alcohol beers like I everywhere did not. now. Yeah, they're yeah. Um, Bud Light did one, Miller Light did one, and they're they're putting them everywhere. So this one's from Guinness. It's completely non-alcoholic. Uh, it's just like a malt beverage basically, but it's yeah, it's non-alcoholic beer. It's freaking good. It's called Caliber with a K. Ooh. Yeah. And you can get them if That's- you're local to the Western Mass scene. You can get them at. Atkins, like they have a whole in their it's in their liquor section though, but it's it's right at the front, so you don't have to go all the way in. And there's like all kinds of fake beer. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Because yeah. some local breweries have been doing it too. Yeah. A friend um was telling me about that a while ago actually. I think it was the summer. So that's neat. Cause I would check some out sometimes or like have them if my brother was coming over to play cards with some of the guys and then my dad. Then I would have a few if I'm going to visit with them because it's enough for me, you know. But I also just, I like my seltzers and everything else. I like lemonade and fruit and ginger ale. You'd like the ones, Alex. Alex gets the, it's Curious Elixirs and they're like fruity, fruity, cool adult drinks. They have something in them. I think we talked about this before. They they put something in them that's supposedly relaxing, but I've had them before and it didn't I felt totally normal. You know, it just yeah. tastes like really good juice. Um, but it's cool what? that so many places are doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's Curious Elixir. Yeah. Because the brand I like I've had is oh, Kendrick, what was it called? I don't remember, but a few episodes back we are both talking about fancy drinks and I talk about it there. We advertise for both of them. You had those other beers. Yep. Bravis, I can't think yeah. of their name now, but I'm just remembering that I haven't bought in it in a while. I'm like, I got paid today, so I'm going to buy fancy drinks. Hell yeah. Woo! Oh, tonight's a great night for internet shopping. Friday night, you got paid. I got paid today. Hey. We're go- I'm going to buy some new cards. I paid my bills. Two oh. already. Paid the bills for the month, wrote nice. that check, so... Yeah, what's mine is mine. <laughs> Ooh, popping champagne like we won a championship game. All right, sorry. So Grammy yeah. announcement. Yes, I thought this was super neat. From the I took this right from guitar.com. There's a few different articles the way people explain it, so this is the one I picked. The Grammys make history with all female 2021 20, nominees for best rock performance. <clears throat> That's one of the main. Um, ones. I think it's two different categories. For the first time in history, all 2021 Grammy nominees for the category of best rock performance are women. Wow. I know. Fe- female solo artists and bands fronted by a female singer 
make up all six nominations of the usually male-dominated award category. It marks a watershed in Grammys and rock music history. The category has only been won once by a female artist in over 10 years when the Alabama Shakes picked up the award in 2016 for their single, Don't Want to Fight. That's our girl, Brittany yeah, Howard. Yeah, that's Alabama. Alabama yeah. Yeah. It's our first episode. Hell yeah. Three of five nominations for this year's Best Rock Song and Best Alternative Album were also won by female artists. The 2021 nominees for Best Rock Performance include Fiona Apple for Shamika. Remember I told you about Fiona Apple's, I'll send it to you through Spotify or I'll text it to you because Fiona Apple earlier, well, in 2020, came out with Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Yeah. And I think Shamika's on there. It should be. And then her song, Ladies, Fetch the Bolt Cut, all of them. It's so, it's so good. Like, so good. Okay. Phoebe Bridgers for Kyoto. Haim for The Steps. Brittany Howard for Stay High. Yay! Nice, yeah. And, and Grace Potter. No, a Brittany Howard for Stay High. Grace Potter for Daylight. And Big Thief, fronted by Adrian Lenker for Not, N-O-T. So um, nice. that's super. There's a little bit more, but yeah, that's super exciting. <laughs> Rock isn't the only genre where female artists were dominating in nominations. All five nominations for Best Country Album were similarly won by women. Contending to win the division are Ingrid Andres for Ladylike, Brandi Clark for Your Life is a Record, Miranda Lambert for Wild Card, Little Big Town for Nightfall, and Ashley McBride for Never Will. And then, of course, meanwhile, Beyonce leads in overall nominations for the 63rd Grammys with nine in total. Wow. Queen B. Queen Bay is now tied with Paul McCartney as the second most nominated artist of all time behind producer Quincy Jones. And do you know the other one? Oh, who would it be? Is it you two? Nope. It's a rapper. It's a rap Drake. Nope. Eminem. Nope. Who, who else would it, it's, it's not, it's better. It's not Lil Wayne. Is it? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh, no. wait, 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 wait. Who else would it be? Hold on. Who's that big? Oh my, is it fucking Flo Rider? No. No. <laughs> okay, who is it? Who is it? Jay-Z. Oh, come on. Yeah. How did I miss that? Also, I didn't even say Kanye. Like, those are the other two obvious ones, so. True. I'm embarrassed. Oh, well. That's okay. Yeah. So, what a power um, definitely... What? I said, what a power couple. Just I know, right? Jay-Z number one, now his wife's tied for second with fucking Paul McCartney, who's literally a Beatle? Like, come on. <laughs> who's not done making music either? Like, he could come out with an album. Ringo Starr did. Like, it's just not unlike him to get on a song with someone or whatever. He still performs. They both, everyone, he would have still toured this last year if not for the pandemic right. like most people or most artists but like he was still touring so is Ringo like it's bananas wow. yeah yeah bananas you guys but that's great so look at us I guess uh, you know they learned something from last year I like that they learned something I don't even care if it's a gimmick I don't I don't even care if they forced it 
I don't even care. I I and I don't want to assume that either because that's it's actually sexist whether it's internalized or not. Like it's still so great that last year it was like what the f like there's not enough female led artists in any of these categories and Spotify too all of Spotify's like top artists were all dudes last year. And then for 2020 it was like a big shift because they started actively promoing more female artists you know they were like oh true (laughs) like looking at our top 10 it was all like the same 10 dudes uh, and yeah so now we're seeing it and it thank god because okay they get everything else can we get music like (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) or just more representation like then so have more categories have more awards yeah let's not have it be a competition Let's give everybody all these awards and then spend like just under five minutes why each artist or band or like song gets it. You know, like yeah. we, we do performances and then the, the time it takes you to announce the nominees, wait for a moment in suspension, and then they give their speech and then commercials. You could take about that much time or even less like to just say it, you know, like, um, the weekend won a Grammy this year for this, this, and this, because this album demonstrates whatever. And then they show like quick five, 10 second clips from a few of the songs and they do a montage of the video and then they show him and he gets to say thank you for like 20 seconds or, you know what I mean? (laughs) However long it is, you know, like they could just do and then go through artists. It's the same as you spend two and a half hours with the Oscars when you could just spend five minutes acknowledging and congratulating a movie for being good and then you know I don't know I I love the competition part I love it I think that's like the biggest honor you know like whether whether it's like I know with movies I don't know if it happens as much with music but I know a lot of it is sending gift baskets to people and trying to convince people to to vote for your movie because you have the best gift basket or whatever but even if that's the case, it's still cool, <laughs> you know? And then people get to make montage videos after of, like, this artist definitely got snubbed. Like, here's why, you know? Yeah. I wish that I wish they did both. You know, you could still keep the competitions and the awards, but then also have something that just commemorates. Because I feel like... I, I mean, sometimes with some movies and stuff, like, they all deserve it. Or for different reasons, two movies are so paramount to that year or their performances. You know, like we give people awards. I, we they often do it when someone's passed away. Yeah. You know, so then it's like, are they getting it because they died? <laughs> are they all? You know, like which is not always 21. they wouldn't be nominated if they weren't that good. But it's just, I, I don't think it's all fair enough. But life's not fair, so man. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood isn't fair, baby. Dollface. Hollywood isn't fair. <laughs> I think if I've if I had won a Grammy before, I might I might definitely be attached to it. I think that's what it is, is it's the institution. And it's definitely about the people there, like the celebrities. It's like their year to go and or, you know, it's their time to put on a fancy dress and right. show up or whatever. I don't know. What do they do? <laughs> I don't know. Sit there. But to awkwardly segue right in, I did more than one search for local artists from Maine, uh, artists of color. I searched like female artists and I got a lot of white dudes, but 
that's not all white dudes, not even in Maine. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think you can go first, or you should. I think I went first. No, yeah. you. Yeah, you should still go first. It's fine. I think you went first last time, but mine's short, so. Uh, I went. I went uh, second last time, but I will go. You did? Oh, okay, that's right. I will go first if that's okay. Cool. Yeah. I I had a really hard time finding artists too. This was tough. Maine was harder than like Arkansas. Like it was very hard <laughs> to find. Yeah. Um. I I have an artist that I want to recommend everyone go listen to, and then I I just want to tell the story of an artist, not condoning anything about this other person but i think we should give him some advice so okay i also have a few artists to just ramble off okay like um i saw a couple that i found all right go so for I can, it i can do okay because i don't know maybe um that's somebody you picked but um yes okay hardcore punk band cruel hand i'm sure i've seen their sweatshirt on somebody i've dated <laughs> or something <laughs> Some scene guy definitely had cruel hand. I've seen it. I've I've fucking they're a hardcore punk band. Um the band The Ghost of Paul Revere. They're a holler folk quartet. Nice. So that's yep, that's neat. The British are coming. <laughs> do, 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 you better look out. The British are coming. <laughs> if that's not their wo- number one single, I'm pissed. <laughs> It's gonna be ours. Yeah. I miss laughing with you. God, that feels good. <laughs> um alternative new metal from Portland. They're called Six Gig. And I thought this was interesting. Uh her name's Carol Noonan. Hmm. Yeah, she's originally born in Peabody. It's pronounced, it's spelled Peabody, but they say Peabody. I, mean, I know. <laughs> Peabody, Mass. Peabody. She's a, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. She's a folk singer and songwriter uh, who began her career as the lead vocalist in um, a group Knots and Crosses in the 80s. And then she went on to do her own thing and she still does stuff. So nice. I thought that was pretty cool. And Armando Michaud is a local guitarist who does like weddings and um, a lot of covers, but he does have a bit of a following. I was searching people and he came up on the website and then I found that he's, I think, in his 20s. So I'm like, that's me. So uh, and a, a, a gentleman who passed away, Nick Curran, he was a blues rock singer. So R.I.P. Curran, C-U-R-R-A-N. So just to name a few. Well, Maine, I don't understand your style. It seems like, yeah, a lot of angsty white guys with guitars was like the norm. And then a couple angsty white girls with guitars, one of which everyone should go check out, Juliana Hatfield. She's a singer-songwriter and indie indie rock artist. The only reason I'm not like fully spotlighting her is, one, the other story is just too good to not tell. And two, um, she actually was mostly grew up in Massachusetts so she's like was born in Maine but for all intents and purposes is from Massachusetts Um, okay she's she was in like Blake Bart Blake Babies Some Girls the Juliana Hatfield Three and the Lemonheads I can't believe I've never heard of her her music she's like a badass 
like Bjork almost. Um, beautiful, grungy, uh, like s- somehow her voice is both like feisty and sweet at the same time. I don't understand it. Uh, every song of hers I listened to, I was like, this is fucking genius. It was like the chorus of one was, if your heart hurts, that's how you know it works. And it was just that over and over, but so good. And the music video was fucking so early 2000s angst. It was amazing. I'm like, who is this person? Like, Wow. So I wanted to make sure I just spotlighted her as someone I'm digging more into as, from an appreciation standpoint. It's Juliana Hatfield. One one other thing. Oh, yeah. she's Some of her covers have really made it. She did a cover of Needle in the Hay. Um, that won uh, top 10 best cover songs in 2014. So that's that's pretty cool. I don't, from from Paste, which I think is a reputable source personally. That's cool. Yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, that's somebody to just check out for fun. Um, I will. I just looked her up. Yeah. Cool. That'll be neat. Her voice is like, I think I, I personally really like the music. And I think Alex will like it too. It's like hard to define, but in a good way, I think. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Kind of cool. indie, indie pop rock. Um, and then I wanted to talk about somebody whose name I hadn't heard in so long, I forgot they existed completely. But upon reading, I was fully going to do them until I got to the personal section on their Wikipedia page, which is why I always read the whole page just to make sure. And thank fucking God, because I was going to cover them like normal. And then I found out it's been kind of a downhill spiral for this person. You might recognize the name Howie Day. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're not doing him, right? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, singer and songwriter. Um, you might, you know, he did uh, Collide. You and I collide. collide. <laughs> Yeah. You finally find you. Okay. Exactly. Collide. <laughs> so that song's been on literally every fucking song, uh, every show ever. It was on One Tree Hill, <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, Bones, Scrubs, like everything. Yeah. Um, and it's from the album Stop, Stop All the World Now, which went certified gold. So good for him. Um, yeah and he you know let's just to take it through the basics he started his career in the 90s um he self-financed his debut album which is how you know he was like really dedicated he's like i'm gonna make it i don't give a shit i'm gonna do this and then you know but everyone was like he's so underwhelming like it's not it's not very noticeable but he didn't want to give up and um he didn't, which at first was cool until until things weren't cool anymore. So he like hits this. He goes from zero to I think he said zero to three hundred and seventy in like a flash or whatever. And then he didn't know how to handle himself. And he absolutely needs some advice from some sober folk. I, I have my hopes high that he's sober now, given everything that he uh went through sabotaged. <laughs> yes oh. sabotaged yeah so let's let's talk about it this is like the most tabloid i've ever gotten on this show he oh man the tea's hot it's so hot guys um <laughs> you know he was like kind of he was doing the thing and he was making it he was touring everywhere and and it seemed like uh you know 
success was here and he and he'd made it. And then, you know, the drinking kind of got carried away and and he started making really weird choices and it started making waves. So one of the first things that happened, big big negative attention that he got was uh this high profile arrest where he was accused of walk of locking a female fan in the toilet of his tour bus for denying him sex. Like she didn't want to have sex with him, so he locked her in the bathroom of his tour bus. And then somebody, some other girl, went to call the cops, and he b- took her phone and broke it. So, oh, like he was a hot mess, drunk, and apparently, you know, that's that's the. That's what happens for him when he drinks. And I was like, okay, but that was 2004. And he came out with music after that were actually funded by Pledge Music, which is kind of like a Kickstarter type thing. So I was like, so he must have cleaned up because his album funded. And he did some, he did songs with Amy Mann in 2015, but not quite. Um, Well, actually, before that happened in 2005, he got arrested again on a flight because he was reportedly verbally abusing the flight crew. And he was, like, on sleeping pills, and he was wasted. So, of course he was, you know? Yeah. He's touring everywhere. He's high on life and everything else he probably has access to. Um, So for both of those, he was sentenced to a year probation, which is nothing. So they basically gave him a slap on the wrist, and they were like, you have an issue, get it together. And, you know, you would hope that he would, but, you know, not quite. Um, in 2013, he seems to have been getting together. He was like, I was a kid from Maine who's was, who went from zero to 380. That's what it was from zero to 380 in about two seconds. So it was kind of overwhelming, but that's no excuse. I drink a bit too much. A lot of kids run wild, but it's a big difference when people know who you are. It's like, yeah, no shit. Um, but then, yeah, (laughs) right. So then again, and I got to get the year on this. So give me one second. White celebrity privilege. Nobody got too hurt, or he told the fans, oh, I'm sorry, and they were like, give us some merch, and it's fine, or not. That stuff's scary. I bet. I wonder if he's tall, too. I'm just picturing, like, <laughs> a good-looking, tall, you know, celebrity who is overwhelmed and then just, yeah, diving way too deep and in a blackout, probably in a state of blackout for that kind of stuff. I can just almost feel the tension that was surrounding him. Yeah, I'm trying to find his height now because that is a fascinating <laughs> idea. It doesn't. It's he's 40 now, but it doesn't have. His, all right, so then, uh, and I gotta get the year on this. Oh, it was 2019. So very recently, he again he was arrested at an airport, but this time for assaulting his girlfriend, which not he was wasted, and she actually said to the cops. She was like, this is how he gets when he's drunk. And, you know, yeah, not not good. He he was, like, really mad about something, and so he was, like, slamming all of his gear around. She gets there to pick him up, and he, like, pushed her, and the cops saw. And so yeah. then he flees the scene. And, like, that's just, like, it's just classic, like, you're really drunk behavior. Yeah, that's rage. Yeah. That's unchecked, unbridled rage, like, especially... We have no threshold. I, I don't when I'm drinking. If because the way I drank it made me irritable and anxious, and I get really worked up. And then you throw in a little too much liquor, and if I'm blacking out, like I just I don't know. I would snap. 
and I and uh, especially yeah. towards the end, like so. If if he ha if he has a problem with drinking, it's progressed for quite some time. So, I do hope he gets help before somebody gets hurt. Cause yeah, he was um he was apparently while he was being arrested, he was quoted as saying like that he was withdrawing from Xanax, but who <sighs> even knows? And his. <laughs> Oh, th this can't is can't drink on that stuff. No, you can't drink on fucking Xanax. Like no. you gotta either you have too much anxiety to fly on a plane and need to just drive everywhere, or you need to just go to rehab for some. It's all right, dude. Rehab's yeah. actually not that bad. You paint stuff. You ride a bike if you go to the right one. You know, like <laughs> I, yeah. Or if Xanax helps you, you can't also drink. Yeah, that's that's the thing too. Like it's just gonna make you black out, make you crazy and like act belligerent. And then also you're really hurting your liver. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you've been doing this since before 2004, then like that's yeah. 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 Oof. Not good. And then the, I did have one quote, um, from, and I can't freaking find it. It was from the girlfriend basically when, he was getting arrested she was like he's having a really hard time right now he's really low on cash and he hasn't been able to sell any more music basically and so i guess like right like such a lesson here he he burnt out too fast and then instead of being like you know maybe the reason i can't sell any more music is because already i'm just like a, an aging white guy and now i have this record of being a, like a woman beater and instead of like cleaning up and giving back to the community or you know he could like there are plenty of like uh theo vaughn's a perfect example of someone that had to clean up because he his shit was getting all and now he's like actively talks about it and does you Multiple can give podcasts. back yeah yes people love him he has a real connection with people the personableness that's a word. And then that honesty and he's vulnerable, be willing to talk about the struggle. And then there's also uh, millions of us, literally millions of us in recovery. <laughs> so you'll also just get a fan base yeah. being in recovery too. Like lots of people understand Theo Vaughn and Howie Day is not the first or won't be the last to like have Hollywood chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. And then you're, you're not prepared. And maybe he doesn't, maybe he never had a good support system. So it's like, I'm sorry if you came from not enough nurture and then it was hard to handle all this, but if you still love music and writing, that has to come first, which means you have to come first, not the way you're living. Right. So, so I wanted sure. to ask, do you think somebody like this, who's got this record now over all this, do you think they could redeem themselves as an artist? I, I say yes, because we've watched other people do it. He has, you know, being only 40 or in his 40s, if, if he starts to come back, if he's still decent looking, and just the privilege <laughs> of it, you know? But like yeah. Tiger Woods, they've done a documentary. Um, That's right. You know, Bieber, who else? There's plenty. Oh, Bieber's you a know? great example, yeah. He yeah. had you can, bad bad years and now it's you know i think better if, i don't know yeah if even if nothing else if he can keep writing music and sell some songs because like jesse mccartney isn't still on the forefront of making his own music 
but he's written stuff. That's true. And that's, you know, yeah. Like, so there's that. And then also, yes, if your life becomes different and better, even if you only take so much influence from recovery or feeling serenity, you could talk about what it was like before. Like, yeah. Because yeah. we all suffer the agony, any of that stuff. And then things get better. Like, I mean, if he's sorry and he wants to and he can treat people better, i.e. treating himself better, yes, you know, it's possible. Yeah. But but also you reap what you sow, you know? That stuff's going to take time. You, you got to yeah. just make maybe maybe his calling now is to help others, you know, in some form or another. Maybe he can be a tutor. Maybe he can, I don't know. There's lots of music-based recovery in multiple states, in and out of rehabs, people use music. Um, there are famous musicians who are involved in it. Yeah. So, yeah, and I could see, like, yeah, I could see maybe he doesn't go fully commercial again because he, like, if he, if I were him, I would clean up and fly under the radar and just try to, you know, maybe you open your own recording studio where you help other recovering addicts put together albums you know if you if you got the experience but like you gotta he's gotta stop being so selfish like you, you can't think oh my my poor career means i have to throw everything away my career is going downhill i gotta throw everything away like no dude like yeah it's too yeah. bad because some of those songs were really sweet they were cool songs yeah and i worry with this girlfriend or anybody else like you know it's not fair to anyone to tolerate abusive behavior so don't, and then also is that some enabling too? Like, yeah. you, you, you know, he puts his hands on you and then you want to reason with the cops and tell them this is just how he gets. Like, do you allow him to get it this way? Or, you know, like you both, you can't, this isn't going to work. Oh, I left or out the worst part. Better. He, he uh, got arrested for beating her previously and she like wouldn't cooperate to go through with the charges this was, like, before the arrest. So it's, like, dude, like, you, no. Like, and I only ask, I don't, yeah, I only ask the question about redemption because it's clear, this is clearly alcohol and drugs. You know, it's so obvious yeah. that that's what it is. And so it's just so sad to see. Like, this is not a dude who's, like, a full-blown psychopath that it that it appears. It's very clearly alcohol, like, fused, you know. So anyway, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And he was a lot of the people I found from Maine, you know, had similar like issues. So I don't know what's up with Maine, but um, they yeah. get bored out there. It must be it's boring. It, right? It's quiet. There's a lot of trees. It's so much mud. Kind of get, yeah. yeah, they get antsy. <laughs> it's beautiful. Is that a person? But... Nope, it's another moose. I'm going <laughs> to keep drinking. They're <laughs> going to buy hob. Uh. (laughs) all right well thank you thanks for listening and uh entertaining me with or uh what what, what am i trying to say engaging with me on that yeah yeah i thought that was good and interesting because you know somebody else at least one of our listeners is going i remember how we gay (laughs) and they went wow (laughs) just like i silently was shocked as you said things people just listened to that and they were like wow (laughs) that's like i did all this research and i get to that and i'm like this is the fucking story right here. Like I just read about all this, all this other, t- all this shit that he did. He did a bunch of stuff, you know, musically before all this 
really exploded in his face, but yeah. He That's, has the means, you know? I mean, yeah. a lot of us work really hard. We have moved mountains, you know, to get what we want. So when we apply that to like service and serenity or just all around, you know, like not the chaos, yeah. it serves us. It serves everyone. So put Howie Day on my prayer list. <laughs> sure. Perfect. <laughs> I yeah. Will. I got Joel Madden on there still. I don't know why. I, just, I don't even know how he's doing, but I just assume it's not well. <laughs> you never know. We we love you, Madden brothers. <laughs> oh, Benji. All right. No, this is um. So I picked the nineteen-piece big band from Portland, Maine, known as the Fog Cutters. I don't know their music. <laughs> they are i think they're really great um it's a lot of i'll i'll explain it it's a lot of horns and it's 19 pieces so but it's a modern big band i i'll list off a few of their songs when we type it in for our info you can find them easily the fog cutters fog cutters is one word um and i like the way they describe themselves so like i found them through ranker or whatever website i was searching artists from maine and then ranked 50 best and they were i think somewhere in the top 10 just from that website yeah and yeah um i think they're very excuse me i think they're very <laughs> professional <laughs> i'm tired and uh, and very talented everybody is the fog cutters are a 19-piece big band from portland maine with a different perspective on the format of the classic big band. Writing and playing original music, unencumbered by a singular music style, and influenced by musical masters of the past and present. The result is a unique sound and eclectic style that is anything but traditional. This is not your grandfather's big band. <laughs> <laughs> the Fog Cutters deliver a brand new take on what a big band is and can be. With 13 horns, a burn-in five-piece rhythm section, and the stellar vocals, truly stellar vocals, and presence of Megan Joe Wilson and Chaz Lester, they balance subtly and power. Yeah, they balance. They They balance subtly and power by playing their subtly, sub, sub, uh, sub, subtly. Well, if it has to be a noun, so. C U B E T no C U B T L E T Y Sud Sudly Is it an S or a C? S. Oh. S U B T oh subtly, yeah. Subtly, okay. Sorry everyone. <laughs> I was like C I don't celery? I say C <laughs> they I balance, what? They balance celery and peanut butter with some raisins on top. <laughs> so good. Ants Sweet and salty log. crisp. <laughs> so good. That's the ants real fog cutter. A... <laughs> That's right. They are also known as ants. Ants on a log. Best snack ever. Wow. Oh, take me back. Oh, please. This episode is sponsored by Ants on a Log. Take me back. <laughs> please put it in the info because I'll include it in some hashtags. I also think we should get we should get Ranker to sponsor us because I think Ranker is one of the only websites that has been reliable for giving me artists actually from that state ranked. Yeah, like it's yes. it's the only place I can find reliably. Yep, 
And I just scroll through and then I click on who speaks to me, look into them. And then I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to for whatever reason. And then I go back and then, yeah, that's where I found the mini list for some artists. They were, I'm pretty sure they were all on there. Yeah. Yeah. Because Wikipedia will be like, oh, this is a musician from here. And then you click there and it's like born in Indiana. And you're like, no, you're not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's why I think I got, that's why I said I got Britney Spears mixed up because I thought she was Kentucky or Mississippi, but she really was from Louisiana because I don't, I don't remember. She went Maybe to Orlando I, for Mickey Mouse yeah. tryouts. Yeah. Yeah. She was all over the place. We got to, we yeah. got to talk about Britney at some point. I was just going to say that. Okay. Yes, oh, really? next week. <laughs> yeah. Let's both watch a documentary. Oh. I'll follow up with, you know, an article or something to, you know, we could. And where do you stream or, it? I think Hulu. Okay, Hulu? hell yeah. Yeah, I got Hulu. I hell yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'll double check. All right. But whenever we both get a chance to watch it, that next episode, we'll talk about it. But okay. we'll try to do it, you know. Yeah, I did not think I was going to give a shit about this. I really care about this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't think about how, I guess, if you grew up in the 90s, like, you don't think about how ingrained Britney Spears is in you. Like, it's just. In, in pop it's, culture. Yeah, in pop culture. Yeah. Yeah, well, because it was it was cool to make fun of her way back when for years. Like, we were young, and I was more into, at first, like, I didn't know how much I liked it, but everybody was singing one more time. Like, everybody. everybody yeah. You know, you couldn't escape it, and then I did never, for certain trends, I didn't like to be a part of it, so I'd be against it, even to this day. But, like... There's that one, and then I didn't mind Christina Aguilera, but for me, it was when Pink came out. I'm like, see, that's yeah. that's my girl. You see that lunatic over there? She's my cup of tea. She's still wearing a belly shirt and like hot pink clothes, but she's just not Britney Spears. She's yeah. doing it this way, and I want to hang out with her and her friends. <laughs> Hell yeah. But then as like, you can compare it to the fame and hype that Michael Jackson got, which I'm sure played a part in his mental instability. Hell yeah. And then she she did. She like she wasn't well. That's all we can say. Anything else would be like judgmental. She went crazy or she she just she went she wasn't well. So I can't wait to find out the ins and outs though with her dad and that stuff. And I'm glad it's happening. I'm glad, you know, we're talking about it. It's not just an Instagram joke. What's yeah. what's going on with Britney Spears? So there's like a whole court case happening yeah yeah and i feel i'm glad people are involved because i feel like everyone um feels like they owe her an apology that they care because they're like we're so sorry we don't we don't understand mental illness as a society we're just now talking about it we just found safe spaces a few years ago if you want to come and like you know that's how i feel collectively a lot of people are like real and i don't mean we're just more aware we're a little more I think everybody knows a girl that shaved their head out of pure mania. Like everybody has one person in their life that they care about that's done something absolutely insane during a mental breakdown. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. Yes. And I see people who walk around like don't wear shoes and it's not a problem. I'm like, yes, that is. You deserve, you know, you're, they're just not present enough to realize it or they don't care or there's something obsessive going on in their behaviors, like, yeah. To not wear okay. shoes at all? Sometimes, yeah. And mm. then once Britney Spears got out, she didn't. She was driving without shoes and went into a gas station. 
into the bathroom without shoes on. Oh, okay. That's, that was in the midst. I think she had shaved her head and then was driving around without shoes. And I think her, one of her kids was with her or had been in the midst of like the, the peak wildness. Yeah. Yes. There is, there's pictures and stuff. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Remember so. when she married Kevin Federline? You're <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Yes, I do. See, that's oh like God. almost normal impulsiveness. Like, oh my God, I thought I was in love and I'm in my 20s and I got money, so I got married. And then <laughs> we, then, but then they didn't get divorced. She was like, no, we're going to make it work. We're going to have babies. He was like, I don't appreciate you. I'm a piece of shit. And then, you know. <laughs> Yeah. That guy. That guy's like every friend you have who's promoted a club before. <laughs> yeah. Still wears the same outfit. Yeah. Like every Friday and just unsolicited know. dick pic after unsolicited dick pic. Ah, no. <laughs> All right, sorry fog cutters. We didn't mean to That's cut into your fog. I mean time. <laughs> That's right. The groove is infectious and the impact is stunning. True. They combine by playing their own unique blend of funk, rock, Afro-Cuban, and hip-hop and combining them with traditional sounds. The Fog Cutters were voted 2014 Best Jazz Act in New England at the New England Music Awards. Yeah. And voted Best Jazz Act for 2012-2013 and the Best Live Act for 2013 Portland Phoenix Music Awards. So they really, it speaks for itself. The energy level, the professionalism, like I said, these are all top tier musicians in, in their instrument. And you can tell they have so much fun. They all work hard and they want to do it together. So they just vibe off each other. And the YouTube videos I've seen from live performances, it's a big crowd, you know, like they're, they're quite a staple, I think in Maine, especially for that genre. Um, and I thought this was neat too. They have usage guidelines and common misconceptions. Cause you just go, you can go to thefogcutters.com and find their videos, tour stuff, merch and all that. So I did their info spot because Wikipedia had some things, but it's them in their own words. It's best to describe these 19 people. Like <laughs> I want to hear it from them. At least yeah. one of them, whoever wrote it. Uh, but I do, I, it's, it's a, again, reiterating there, just the professionalism, because that's a part of, I think, big band. You all have to be tight and on the same page and doing it all together so that you can maintain that. Because if you have riffs or everyone's their own section, it's just not going to be the same. Mm. So they're definitely like a big family. The Fog Cutters strive to maintain a consistent, positive, and professional image to the public. We also strive to maintain that consistency and professionalism through our marketing material, as well as our onstage performances. In the promotion of the Fog Cutters, please use only the provided official graphics and promotional material. Thank you. So, which is cool. Then they have links for show posters, web promos, their technical requirements, and then um, some additional videos, logo pack, they just have more oh, stuff. Oh, is this like because, their write-up? Like their stage write-up? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I like that they had this too because 
like I'd said, Wikipedia had it all over the place. And then I didn't find another website. And of course, the best one to talk about them would be from their own website. Um, right. So they included common misconceptions. The fog cutters contain 19 members, which like, wow, yeah. And then it's the instrument instrumentation of the band is two vocalists, Megan Joe Wilson and Chase Chess Lester, four trumpets, four trombones, five saxophones, drums, guitar, bass, piano. Singer Chaz Lester also plays percussion and he beatboxes. When wow. describing the fog cutters, please refer to the band as a contemporary big band or modern big band rather than swing or jazz band. Because they're not they're not just swing or jazz. They incorporate and especially from their covers to their originals to what they do, they're all over the place. And I just thought it was neat they ended with please refer to the band as the fog cutters. Not fog cutters, big band or fog cutters, you know? Yeah. And good for them. You know, they are the fog cutters. I, I didn't find what that means. I don't know what that means. And maybe that's a term for huh. a truck with really strong headlights. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a brand of flashlights by Duracell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. That have something to do with horns. Maybe I don't know. That's all right. I'll I find out. I think you might have just this. That might have been the first time we actually read like a legal document. True. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but it, that's well, that's cool because you know when you perform you got to have those and I you now uh now we know what they sound like. Yeah, and I res I just really respect that they did that, and I respect. Yeah, what they're doing and and how hard it must be with a really with a big band with a lot of members. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And yeah. And so they have uh they've performed with Adam Waxman, Spencer Alby, Lady Zen, I9 and Anna Lombard, just to name a few. And then you can uh, just go on YouTube in search of the fog cutters and they have a couple sections they have videos that they've released most of them live and then uh, the first one the top one is new moaning like you're moaning for someone new moaning and there's no vocals like from megan but chas is beatboxing and it's mo it's heavy on the horns and that's really neat so it's like a couple minutes and it's a good uh Ooh. just instrumental song is it, it's like a is it like a bop like is it is it like a funky bop? I think so. Nice. All right. Yeah. If you like big band, oh yeah. If you like big band in any form, I think they're they're really good. I do. I listen to that one, and I always forget to put that kind of music on when I'm just like looking to bop. You know, it's not like the first genre I think of. But if I have the opportunity to see anything even remotely big band live, like I, it always blows me away how much fun it is. Like you can really yeah. jive and groove with, with it'll be like a hundred people all doing this, playing the same song, and everybody in the ooh, just like you see the old dads come out and be like getting it, and like you're like, yeah, this is just so like just cut loose, like yeah. Those big band, just like uh, jam bands, when yeah. you're getting lost in an instrumental, when they're just taking you away, and it started with a, a guitar solo, 
and now we're four minutes into a drum solo, but the horns have been creeping back in or whatever. That's the thing. When they've when a band's played only a couple songs, but 25 minutes have gone by, yeah. that's that shit. You know, and I don't mind standing as long because I like to stand, especially if I'm dancing. But then if I'm not, and there's so much to look at and get lost in, and it's all so pleasant because I'm having fun watching other people dance or watching them have fun. Um, sometimes I'll close my eyes, just like standing in a crowd. And uh, if I if I feel safe, then mm. I will. And that's oh, a yeah. whole other experience, especially listening to metal. Do you close your eyes and listen to those metal dudes just like fucking shred? I'm like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so talented. Okay, but, uh, 100% when there's festivals again, me and you have to go. And I think we should bring a Tascam camera, I mean, microphone with us and interview people. That would be so lit. That would be amazing. Hell yeah. Yes, we absolutely should. I, so yeah, I listened to New Monin and they still have up some um, Christmas ones. And what's the one I listened to? Oh yeah, The Fog Cutters featuring Sister Sparrow and the Dirty Birds. The song is called Sugar. I thought that one was really good. I I don't know if Sister Sparrow is singing for this one song and it's not Megan or what. One of the guys from the Dirty Birds is up front playing harmonica. Like, I just don't recognize, you know what I mean? Because it was from a year ago. So I, I just can't tell if it's Megan with different hair or, or what. But, uh, yeah. So that's them. The Fog Cutters. They're not Southern. The Fog Cutters. What's a Maine accent? Um, Close to Canadian? I don't know. Um, isn't it Bahaba? Is it? Do you go to Bahaba? <laughs> It sounds a little, little Boston. It does. I is is it kind of Bostony? But I don't know. I don't know. I have a my my cousin my one cousin that I still sometimes talk to him from my dad's side lives in in Portland, Maine now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. So I, you know, it looks like cool things happen there. It looks very cute, very visitable, but yeah. If, okay, Especially look, in Portland. It, Portland's cute. If anyone know is like from Maine or has like a local bit, like hit us up because you guys are close enough that I would love to go see you, first of all. And second of all, it was tough to find like local band representation for Maine. So if there's a venue, like a, a site we missed or, you know, some newspaper we should have checked out, let us know. Please do. Yeah. Especially if you know anyone or you are someone and you want to talk to us. Because we'll just relay a quote that you have or we'll promote singles, stuff like that. Relay and... a quote. Or we'll promote. <sighs> yeah. It'll be dope. Now you know. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, I don't have it right now. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm so tired. Well, that, that this has been fun. This is the one downside of doing Friday, Friday uh, evenings. Is I'm burnt the fuck out. I know. I got a big fancy I, job I, now. It's tiring. Yeah, I'm usually gonna work four days, but then I was cleaning today. Like my back hurts. If I don't, if I go too many days and don't vacuum and stuff, oh, it's just so 
crazy and there's too much and i let myself get stressed over it so i gotta not do that but you'll get to it then i have the next two days off and i don't have to do as much and that's what i want like sundays i don't clean i don't do anything sundays is my day to either do stuff or do nothing and i recharge and i feel good i take it easy i get a good night's sleep and i'm ready to start the week that's great. That's that's really cool. I don't do the one whole day off. I do like the like mostly nothing. You know what I mean? Like I'll do try and do something in the morning on both days. But I think I I don't know cuz I'm still tired by the time Monday comes. So maybe I got to just smush it all in on Saturday and then just take the whole Sunday. Or or whatever, yeah. vice versa, but it's it's feeling like Monday's coming way too quickly recently. Yeah. See, that just changed for me. I've spent the last couple Sundays taking it easy, and it's better. Okay. But the days are fleeting by. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, how? <laughs> so it's been a year. It's been... Wait, wasn't it... How long... It's been almost a year since we did the Bing, right? Or has it... Did we get the year? Yes. Yet? It's a, just about a Bing. Uh, a bing. I just, just about, about a Bing. <laughs> ain't that about a Bing? Hey, ain't about that a bing. about a Bing? About a Bing? <laughs> Bada boom. Bada bing bahaba. Beep bop I believe it was February 22nd. Wow. Because I've seen my YouTube video twice. That's it. Not (laughs) that many times. Not running up your numbers over there? I'm really not. Dude, no fucking judgment. I go and like. First thing I do when I put up a video is go and like it from my other account. I don't care. Get that algorithm money. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. It has 26 likes now and has been viewed just over 400 times. Wow, dude. So 400. That's, yeah. That's what's 411 up. views. I'm so grateful. That's what's up. Cheers to that's that. Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. I didn't even look at the date. It's there. Yep. February 22nd. Imagine yep. that. I know. That's uh this must so it must have been about a year since I got about a bing since I got uh my last barbershop haircut, like fully fully <laughs> tapered to a to a one or a zero on the sides. Yeah. And then I mean, yeah, now I'm just like I'm rocking this nineties boy ass supporting <laughs> sitcom character ass hair. Jonathan you know. Taylor Thomas looking at and like everyone at work wears hats anyway, so Fuck it. So do I now. Good. Yeah. Good. There you go. I'd be wearing my creepy beanie. Hell Shout yeah. out to Dead Eye Prince. Get burr, your burr, creepy burr. beanies. Dip, dip, dip. Yeah. Stay inside shirts. Yeah, she did a big market this weekend. Dead Eye Prince, everybody. Woo. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, man. No. I got a new song. I'm actually working. I'm very proud of myself. I... It's been a week since I worked on it, but I'm actually working on a new song, and that's exciting. So Yes, it is. Yeah. Yay. I, Good. I can no longer hit the notes on Love and Touch and Squeezing by Journey, though, and that was a very hard pill to swallow. So. What? <laughs> I this was like, it won't be long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, oh, that's, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> nope. Uh, my chemical romance is next. They, that's next to go. His voice is too high. I got fine. Which could mean new uh, artists and songs that you can embrace that you couldn't before. I'll tray you. Here we come. No. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Slipknot. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we have time to um, talk more about our cousin's wedding coming up. And then it is like a potential weekend thing. And I just wonder if somehow uh, we can bring a mic or something. I don't know mm. how much downtime we'll have or something, but it's like our first opportunity to be together. So, you know, a, a, a Minnesota or we'll just like record different things and incorporate them. And in the, I don't know. I don't know. Probably oh too much, but I want, yeah. I want to do that. I don't know how we would do that. I think maybe this is the time I invest in a portable podcast mic. I mean, why not? I'm obviously not going to bring all my, no, well, I guess I, mm, no. I don't, the, I would, but you know, if Jenna, or this is going to sound mean, but it's like, somebody finds out you like brought like a side project with you to You're their right. wedding, <laughs> they might be yeah. like, what You're are you right. doing? But if I buy, but if I buy a small portable microphone, no one will be a, of the wiser, but yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm just thinking about how long, like when we're there and, you know, after dinner on Friday or like before the wedding Saturday or, or whatever. And like, I don't know how long, you know, we're keeping up with everybody if people are drinking and stuff, because everyone deserves to have a good time. Yeah. So they should. That's my thought too. Like, I don't put it past myself to turn it in at 11 o'clock. Like, I'm tired or being like, I need this after party space right now. Like I need to go where the music's not so loud and there's other people who want to stay awake, but not yell or dance or do shots. Like, yeah. does anybody else want to have a cup of tea and watch <laughs> Seth Meyers or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yes, you, you have a good point too. I have my own, I have that microphone, my little laptops, you know, I don't know, but yeah. I had to bring it up because we're going to be together. So that makes sense to me. I've definitely thought I'm like, all I really want to make sure I do before I leave is like play cards with someone. Like I want to play cards with someone so bad. It would be great to have a big, everybody's playing together. That would be lit, or like even a small, everybody's playing together. But just to do something like that, that would be fun. Yes, we should. We should see how many people we can get to play cards with us. How safe we can be, and then maybe we'll just go live on one of our phones like at the after party or something when the wedding, you know, since we'll be rooming near each other or with right. each other, like we could go live and play cards and just chit chat. Just, you know, hell yeah. We got time to, to figure it out. Cause that's much more low key and easier, but it's still like we could go live from stars of the States, Instagram and yeah. play cards and talk, you know? Yeah. We can, that'd be, that'd be super fun. Yeah. All right. So you got to well, follow us on Instagram and yeah, we're going to try and go live during or after Jenna's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I wonder yeah. if our, yeah. We'll go live. We'll show like, the music at the wedding. We'll be like, this is stars of the States, bitch. <laughs> like, like the, we threw a party. Yeah. She'll be like, no. The bachata <laughs> special. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody, okay. I gotta learn how to bachata so I don't embarrass myself. All right, that's what we're doing. We're watching a Britney Spears documentary. Mm -hmm. We gotta learn how to bachata. <laughs> we gotta save Howie Day. Fuck you, John Denver. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> that's a wrap, guys. I brought it back. Hell yeah! All right, thanks for listening to Stars, Stars of, of the, the States. States.
Okay. <laughs>